0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Boozy Bracketology Podcast. My name is Chris, and this is just a heads up. We took the month of December off from recording. We do have material for you here. We hope you enjoy these two mini brackets. These brackets were actually first posted over on our Patreon-exclusive feed. So for the month of January, you're going to have the Best Nirvana Song Bracket. It is a 16-seed bracket. And then for the second half, we're going to go back into movies. We're going to be looking at the best Kevin Smith movie. We got some passionate people here ready to debate. We hope you enjoy the show. We'll be back with brand new full 32 seed brackets in February. For now, enjoy Kevin Smith.
1: Welcome back to Boozy Bonus, as we're the home of strong drinks, strong opinions, and crowning champions. I'm your host, Jeff, and we're diving back in to the View Us universe. We've got our final four matchup, and we're going to be taking you through to the final, but back with us to make these important decisions are our table of three. We were going to go ahead and get started to find out how they're doing and what's in their glass tonight. Up first is Chris Chris, how are you doing, and what's in your glass?
0: Uh, Jeff man? I'm doing well, doing well. I'm still recovering from surgery, uh so I'm still just a pound of my Zephyr Hills corporate water here. I support big corporations. I probably should have just bought this on Amazon. actually, I bought the glass that I'm drinking it in at Walmart, so yes, I am just a uh, capitalism all the way today.
1: Good Lord, just get for the man tattooed on your forehead. Uh,
0: I will if they pay me. <laughs>
1: For the right price, of course. <laughs> oh, very good. Uh, back with us again is Mike. Mike, how are you doing, and what's in your glass?
2: Jeff, I'm doing well. I've uh, still got my rogue Shakespeare stout uh, rogue again chosen in honor of the X man X- woman, I suppose, but she's an X-man. It's I don't want to get into semantics, but uh, due to due to Kevin Smith's love of of all things comics. Uh, that was the beer my beer duchois for the evening duchois yeah i don't know why i did that that's that just that's
0: a yeah. little douche
1: <laughs> <laughs> what'd you call me <laughs> uh well that's delicious sounding um i love a good Cheers. rogue beer and back yet again rounding out our table of 3 is steven Stephen, how are you doing and what's in your glass
3: Doing just fine. Sitting here, sipping back. An ice-cold Mountain Dew Spark Zero like Kevin Smith down in an Arnold Palmer. <laughs> that's a deep cut for the Kevin Smith fans.
1: I got nothing. <laughs> nothing at all. Uh, that's, that is great. It, it, it would probably help if I had seen any of these movies, but let's be honest. That's why I'm over here and you guys are making the decisions. On that note, let's get started as we dive into our final four. We've got our matchup of the one seed Clerks versus the five seed of Clerks Two. Kicking us off is Chris.
0: So I was kind of sitting back uh, in between the recordings and going, like, it is kind of weird. So I I put these these the bracket together using uh, Rotten Tomatoes scores, you know, overall scores, but it is kind of weird. Like the left hand side of the bracket and the right hand side of the bracket are very vastly different types of films the right hand side of the bracket is the more thinky think films and the left hand side is more of a let's tell dick and fart jokes um but you kind of figured this is where this one's coming down to it's clerks versus clerks Two. both these movies are phenomenal they're really funny but at the end of the day like is you don't have clerks Two without clerks and a lot of clerks felt a little bit like a rehash of clerks too there's still the the love triangle. There's the friendship, the testing friendship of Dante and Randall. And they they spend all the time at the one, the one location until they have to go to this other place real quick. They would go ride go-karts. they go destroy a funeral, one or another. But it's very form. I don't want to say formulaic, but it's very much kind of like the same day in the life type of a film. Um, only one of these movies does someone have sex with a dead guy. That's just still endlessly funny to me. Um <laughs> And the whole scene of how he got the how he got the the dirty magazine into the into the bathroom is funny. It's it's just, it's absolutely funny. Uh, it's the same feeling of like Jaws isn't the movie Jaws is if it was not a necessity, right? Jaws isn't the movie that it is if the shark worked the way it was supposed to. Clerks isn't the way it is if Kevin Smith had a budget, right? It's not black and white. It's probably shot in color. It probably has a better soundtrack and. You know, it's it's a cleaner version. But Clerks is the way it is out of necessity. It's like, hey, we only have this little bit of money. We're going to do this. And it works so well. It's an ingenious script. It's, an ing- it's phenomenal writing. They're both not taking anything away from Clerks 2. Clerks 2 is very funny. It's some very powerful stuff going on there. But Clerks is like a day-in-the-life type of a film. Works very, very well. It's almost uncanny how much stuff they unpack in that one day because you really you not only get to meet all the characters and the character you're going to come to know and love throughout the entirety of the viewers universe um i still can't get enough of hearing the song berserker uh, berserker is <laughs> funny uh, it's a good it's it's the better movie it really is it's endless mike, mike said earlier that movie is endlessly quotable i can go on and on and on quoting clerks i can do that for clerks too some of those jokes i won't say out loud but Clerks is just, it's out of necessity. It is what it is out of necessity, but there's a reason it's the movie that put Kevin Smith on the map. The movie is phenomenal. It's endlessly, it's funnier than Clerks 2. It's more poignant than Clerks 2. It makes a better point than Clerks 2. Clerks 2, at the end of the day, feels a little bit like a rehash. And I'm not saying that in a bad thing because I loved it. I ate every minute of it. I own both of them on DVD and I will watch them over and over again because they're great movies. But Clerks did it better. And that's not a bad thing. Clerks is the better movie. It gets my vote.
1: I'm just trying to figure out who still owns DVDs. Um, Me. Clerks. <laughs> Clerks picks up the first vote. As we can move on to Mike. Mike, what are your thoughts on this one?
2: I still own DVDs. I still own my Clerks DVD. Um,
0: We can see them behind you. Know,
2: you. It, <laughs> you're right. In many ways, Clerks 2 is the better movie. It's... The acting is better. It's better shot. It's got Rosario Dawson, which is hard to go wrong with. But Chris is right. It is in very many ways. Re. It brings in a couple of new elements, but overall, it is essentially repeating a lot of the same steps as Clerks does. And it does it in it does it in, a, in sort of a laborious way because you kind of in a way can't, be- I mean, I guess you sort of can, but you kind of can't believe these guys are still doing more or less the same, <laughs> the same thing 10 years later on. Uh, I will say I love the opening of Clerks 2 when it starts off and it's normal black and white, you open up the thing and it's on fire. Oh, it's, it's, it's such a beautiful way to call back to the first movie and allow them to transition over to the new thing. But now Clerks 2 is a movie I do like a lot. It is hilarious. It has a lot of funny lines. But Clerks is a movie that I love, and it's a movie that I connect with, and it's a movie that I think is more quotable. I'll I'll, I'll tell you this is one hundred percent true. The other day I was I was I was at a kind of more boring moment in my job, and I was just like, "What the hell am I even doing here?" I'm not gonna lie the line that went through my head was it's important to have a job that makes a difference. That's why I manually masturbate cage animals for artificial (laughs) insemination. And I started laughing. I'm like, why the fuck does this pop into my head? Because clerks is so well written. It's just, and and Chris Chris is right. It it benefits from the limitations, The, the, the joke about how they had to hang the, the the thing over the quick stop because they could only film at night so they you know they he makes up an excuse for why the windows are black it's it's so well thought out and so well written as much as a lot of aspects of clerks uh you know certainly some of the 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 cinematography the acting is a little amateurish he was working on it twenty five thousand dollar budget it's in that context it's a phenomenal achievement and the writing is just so great that i I, i'm gonna agree with chris you got to give it you got to give this to clerks here uh clerks 2 was a a very good movie a lot of fun to revisit those
1: characters but it's clerks all right Clerks picked up a second vote let's hear from steven So a lot has been
3: uh, made here about how amazing Clerks is, despite its budgets and limitations. And it's correct to say that it's a better film because of those limitations. It forced creativity. It forced a couple of jokes that would not have existed if it wasn't, you know, had to do it that way. But you can't grade movies on a curve. Uh, It's... It's amazing what Clerks did with its budget, but the fact is Clerks 2 is the better film. It's a more complete story. It's got a more complete line. There's a lot more going on. It's not just a series of joke vignettes, and the joke vignettes in Clerks are amazing. They're great. They're wonderful. They're hilarious. But what does it ultimately add up to? I mean, um, I'm sure everyone on here knows that the Clerks ending got changed at the okay. last second, and it was a change for the better. I think the original ending was kind of stupid, but I think the very fact that that was the original ending going in just proves that, as a storyline, Clerks is kind of listless. It doesn't really know it's trying to build up to to nothing. Um. So yeah, I love Clerks. Clerks is great. It's amazing. It is hilarious no matter how many times you watch it but it's not a complete story in and of itself Um, and maybe that's part of its charm, in fact I guarantee you it's part of its charm, but just objectively comparing them, Clerks 2 is a better put together better shot, better acted film so I do have to
1: cast my vote for Clerks 2 Alright, Clerks 2 does pick up a vote, but Clerks will be moving on Our next matchup is the three-seed of Dogma versus the two-seed of Chasing Amy. Mike is up first.
2: Yeah, this is one that I've been thinking about ever since I knew this was going to be the matchup, which really, you know, I, I kind of suspected this would be the matchup anyway, even though it hadn't been decided until the last episode. Because to me... When I when I personally think about my favorite Viewesk universe films, this is the championship game. These these are my two favorites, as as much as I also love love Clerks, as I said, and and Clerks too, for that matter. But these these are my two favorite Viewesk universe films. They because as as we've discussed previously, and, and as Stephen really just alluded to, Clerks, it has you know a little it has a little bit of of seriousness baked in among all of the jokes. But we, you know, as we talked about last time, Kevin Smith is really at his best when he's making a point and he's making a point with both of these movies. And he's, he's getting serious amid all of the joking and, and it makes it hit really good because it, because it occurs in the midst of all these dick and fart jokes, (sighs) both of these movies. When I think of my main, the the main thing that doesn't hit with me in both of these movies, and I think ultimately this is oh, I don't know I don't even know I'm kind of still trying to sort this one out exactly which way I'm gonna go, but I think ultimately this is where it's gonna hit. There, there each of these movies has one scene that really never completely stuck the landing for me. In Dogma, it's the scene with the Golgothan. Like I don't I don't it's it's a it's a cute little joke. Ultimately, but I don't need, I don't need the shit monster. I just, I just don't, it doesn't, it, it doesn't, it just doesn't do much for me. It doesn't really drive the plot forward in any super meaningful way. I, and I'm just like, you know, let's get to the rest of the good stuff. Um, in chasing Amy, it's the penultimate scene. It's, it's really the climactic scene. It's the scene where he gets, you know, uh, her and, uh, her and his best friend together, and I God, i drawn drawing blanks on names. I'm like, um, but uh, Banky and um, God, what is? I cannot believe I can't. Alyssa, Jesus God, <laughs> um, and when it gets them together and you know proposes the proposes the whole the whole threesome thing. I I understand it, kind of, but it's it seems a little more unmoored from the groundedness of the rest of the film. I don't know that I'm completely convinced it, it never completely convinces me that that would have been where he ended up. It doesn't ruin, it doesn't ruin the movie, but it's just it, to me, it never quite stuck the landing. And I think that for, for two movies that, really have these, you know, these tremendous story arcs and everything like that. The the fact that chasing Amy just doesn't quite stick that landing, I think hurts it a little bit. I don't think it's, I also don't think it's aged quite as well. It's not through any fault of its own because it was, you know, very ahead of its time. But it does play differently now. Dogma, I think, uh, I think just still, I think it's still work. It's well, they both, they both still work. It, it's just, Hey, I, I hate having to make this decision and I hate having to go first. I think I have to give the slight edge to dogma because right now, if I'm sitting here thinking I can put on one of these two movies and watch it, I would, I would put on dogma and I, I've been sitting here trying to justify it, but really that's just my gut shot right now. Uh, so that's where I'm going to land. I'm going to cast my vote for dogma and, but it pains me because I love chasing Amy too.
1: All right, we get started with Dogma picking up the first vote. Steven?
3: Yeah, I'm hesitating because this is the tough one. Um, There's definitely, like, as pure enjoyment level, I like Dogma more. Uh, You know, if I've got both of them sitting there, I'm going to want to pop in Dogma because it's a more enjoyable watch. It's a more fun watch. Um, Not to say that Chasing Amy isn't funny, but it's more of a thinky film. Um, Yeah, it's – because essentially both of these films are – Kevin Smith has had some type of event or revelation in his life that's caused him to think about something, and he's using these films to work out the answer. Um, And both of these films, he's kind of smart enough to leave the answer open. You know, there's a reason why – God doesn't speak at the end of Dogma. Well, it's one, because of the joke that, you know, if you hear God's voice, your head blows up. That's why you gotta listen to the Metatron. Uh, But the reason uh, God doesn't speak in Dogma is because God's not there to just hand you the answers. Um, That's not what the film is suggesting. Uh, And the reason why Chasing Amy kind of leaves kind of open to the point where you have to check in 20 years later in a Silent Bob movie. It's, it's just a smart way of trying to process something that's important to the author at the time. Um, I think because it hits with me, just my personal experience a little bit more, I give the slight edge to dogma. Uh, just, you know, you know i I've, that's something that I've struggled with a little more personally. Um, but I don't, see, but it's not, the, but I think Chasing Amy is a more thoughtful reflection about its subject matter. It's just a really tough one. Uh, as far as a complete film, just objectively taking the motion out of it. What is a film that's got the better script, uh, frankly, the better acting, too? That's got to go to Chasing Amy. So I'm going to give a very tiny edge to Chasing Amy here.
1: (laughs) All right, and we're going to split the vote, sending this over to Chris to make this very tough decision.
0: There's not. Oh, Lord. I, I really thought Steve was going to go there. It saved me from this. Oh, my God. <laughs> because I thought, you know. I thought Dogwood Mall Rats was going to be tough. My God, this one's hard. Um, So we've, we've dissected it a couple of different ways. But this is, you know, a movie that makes you think about. Uh, sexuality in a, in a different way than you're than I was accustomed to thinking about. Now I, I do think that movie has not aged anywhere near as well. Um, but as someone who grew up in a in a Christian household, uh, dogma challenges a lot of what you're brought up to know, what you brought up thinking about. But it challenges it in a very unique way, where it's not it's not preachy, it's not saying this is right or this is wrong. Stephen's right. It's literally one person's manifestation of a conversation he's trying to have and wrestle with. And he's not presenting sides. He's presenting, this is my logical way of thinking through this. It's put a funny spin on it and do with it what you will. Um, I love the fact that he doesn't, that Kevin Smith doesn't preach. Even if you go and listen to him right now um, on his podcasts, he doesn't preach. He doesn't tell anyone what to do. He gives you what, what his opinion is. And you're allowed to kind of ruminate on your own and make your own decision. Neither here nor there here. I'm I'm delaying this because I honestly don't know what I'm going to say. Uh So let, let's 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 look at it this way. Let's look at the cast. So, um, this is one of those where you look at the cast of of Dogma. Ben and Matt, obviously, you know, you've got them. Chris Rock as the Fourteenth Apostle, freaking funny. Alan Rickman, though. Salma Hayek, uh, uh, George Carlin. Who am I forgetting?
2: <laughs> Linda Fiorentino.
0: Oh, that she's the star. A lot of more set like that movie has all of these stars and then you go look at Chasing Amy and we I talked about it last episode with Chasing Amy but he had to fight tooth and nail to get that movie made and he had to make concessions in the fact that if you don't like this you're at $100,000 take it out of the budget I'll make the movie that you want me to make but it came out being what it is, what is is iconic. I think it's a testament to his, him and his writing, especially in his early days. The fact that we're still having these conversations 20, 25 years later. Oh Lord. Um, I don't know because what's in my head right now is he does more with less with chasing Amy. He gives me this really interesting story, but I'm going to turn dogma on a million times more before I'll turn anything else on. I'll watch Dogma again a million times before I watch Chasing Amy again. But that's because Dogma is just genuinely a funnier film. It really is a funnier film. It also, by the way, has the single best use—I'm I'm including Chasing Amy in this—the single best use of the one-time silent Bob talks. Sorry, yes, yeah, sorry, sorry. Mike's giving me the two. I'm sorry, but the no-ticket, the callback to Indiana Jones is hilarious. It's hilarious. Uh, this is Sophie's choice. It really is. Cause we're talking about I we got down to his four best movies, guys. We did we did it right. I think we got down to his four overall best uh view universe films at least. I guess in my head oh, I can't even do that. Uh Let's 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 back up for a second and just talk about the fact that um, Tom Hiddleston is not the only person to play Loki twice. Matt Damon has now played Loki twice. <laughs> so uh, Thor I Ragnarok. That and trivia Dogma, question off of my list. I uh, actually had it on my, <laughs> on my list for one of my next games. I'm not going to have to I'm just not going to have you guys on it then. Um, <laughs> when I put this bracket together, I kind of figured it was going to come down to, you know, a one-on-one matchup is gonna be clerks on one end and chasing Amy on the other. And I guess what I'm going to have to go with is which one had me wrestle with, this is weird for comedies, but which one had me wrestle with my, my understanding and my beliefs more. And I think chasing Amy did that better. I, I walked away from chasing Amy thinking a lot more than I did Dogma. Dogma, you can mistake as a stupid comedy, and that's fine, but it does have a lot to say. Chasing Amy, you can't really mistake it. It, It's got some stupid comedy moments, but it's also got some hardcore drama in there that's just not in Dogma, and he nails it. I have to give a slight edge to Chasing Amy, and I feel bad saying that. But I do think at the end of the day, I'm going to spend more time thinking about Chasing Amy, and I think it's done more to shape my my view of the world over the last 20 plus years than Dongma has. So I'm going chasing Amy.
1: And chasing Amy, we'll be moving on to our finals matchup. And we're there. It is time to make the final view universe decision. And let's dive right in. We've got the one seat of clerks versus the two seed of Chasing Amy. We're getting kicked off with Steven.
3: Well, there was a lot of hemming and hemming over the last one, and I think that's because that probably should have been the top two. Um, I feel bad. I don't know. I voted for Clerks in the first round. Yes, I did. Okay, I want to make sure I didn't ever not cast a vote for Clerks. That sentence was grammatical suicide and I apologize. Um, (laughs) uh, But no, there's, there's a clear winner here. Uh, I, I, Clerks it it's a legitimately funny film, but it's a sketch film that doesn't have a great thorough line and it doesn't build up to anything. Like the characters are essentially unchanged um, from the beginning to the end. Yeah. He's, change girlfriends, but like has he really changed? Uh no, no. Chasing Amy's the better film, deeper characters, better acted, better shot. Chasing Amy all the way.
1: Alright, we get started right off the bat with Chasing Amy picking up the first vote.
0: Chris And this is where my my head is kind of like splitting in half because on the one hand, from a film standpoint, Chasing Amy is the better movie. It's it it, it, it it's, it's got the good three act structure. It's it's what you want a, a film to be. Um, it's probably Kevin Smith that is most artistic. But Clerks is by far a bigger part of my life. Um, I love that movie because I genuinely you you genuinely like Dante. You genuinely think randall is really funny even though he's very inappropriate and a little off the beaten path uh you 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 feel for for veronica as well like veronica is kind of going through this with a a guy that she's trying to build a future with and you're seeing him struggle and she's struggling right there along with him to see if this is what the path that she wants to go down i you know at the end of the day yeah it's a it's a day in the life movie but with that type of a concept, you have to suspend the reality that you're going to get this this thoughtful closure. You're not going to get all the closure you want in a quote-unquote day-in-the-life movie because in real life, you don't make decisions at the drop of a hat. Uh, like, uh, I can't think. Of, I don't. Remember, is it Lisa Spoonhour? Is that the actress or the character that played uh, the other girl? I can't remember if that's, that's her. actress the actress. Yeah, may she rest in peace. She died tragically young. Um, but like even her role in this movie is is small but it's great the chili's gum representative is hilarious uh kevin smith's mom as the as the the milk lady is like everything in this movie is is funny uh, uh my foray into kevin smith was dogma my first movie i saw just like mike was dogma i saw it when i was like 19 no actually i, th- I think i saw it when i was 17 I got it at Blockbuster my senior year of high school. Um, and then I didn't pick it up again until I met my friend Jess in college. And But I picked it back up with Clerks and went through the catalog and loved it. At the end of the day, for me, I love both of these movies, but there has to come a tipping point where I'm going to say, I'm going to go with something that I, that is my comfort level versus something that challenged the way I'm thinking. And I got to make that delineation. And for me, here... I'm going with the movie I've seen more. I'm going with the movie that's more memorable and had a greater impact on not just me personally. It, it, no, the, Chasing Amy has had a greater impact on my psychological approach. But a lot of my personality and a lot of uh, my sense of humor is driven from the Dante and Randall characters in Clerks. I think it's actually had more of an impact on my life in that regard from a not-so-thinky-thinky point of uh, point of view. I'm going with Clerks.
1: And we split the vote. As we send this one over to Mike to make our final decision. Uh,
2: Even as I said in the last time that to me, chasing Amy versus dogma was probably the championship that should not make this out to be an easy decision because clerks is the funnier film. It's the film that I'm going to probably watch more. It's the film that I quote more. Uh, it's got a lot of things going for it. It harkens back to a time when uh, people could legitimately discuss whether Return of the Jedi or Empire Strikes Back was the better movie, uh, which is interesting. Um, it is. Clerks is the Clerks is the reason we're we're here. If Clerks doesn't work, then Kevin Smith, that you know, he's still I don't know, probably a clerk at a comic book shop somewhere. I don't I don't I don't know. It's hard to imagine. Uh, where we'd be without clerks, but we wouldn't be having this bracket certainly. So it does, it has a ton going for it, but we're, we're deciding which is the best film. And I, I was, I was quibbling a little bit with chasing Amy just because I was trying to find some sort of justification for which way I was going to go last time, but chasing Amy is the better film. Uh, at the end of the day, it, it, as as Stephen said, it's better shot. It's better acted. Uh, the writing is better because he has something to say in both of them. Don't get don't get me wrong. But he's more focused on telling a story with Chasing Amy than he is with Clerks. I, they're, they're films with their they have two different purposes. Clerks purpose isn't to tell a story. It is to be a series of vignettes about these particular characters. And it does it really well. Chasing Amy resonates more because it is about characters undergoing a specific arc. And Chris was talking about which movie has had the, the bigger impact on him. I, I can say almost certainly I, I have seen clerks more in my life and I probably will watch clerks more throughout the remainder of my life. Chasing Amy had more of an impact on who I am than Clerks did. It it did. It, 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 I, cl- I again quote Clerks more. I think Clerks is the funnier film. It's, it, but to me, Chasing Amy really really does. Chasing Amy and Dogma they both they both addressed issues that I struggled with uh, in different ways. So I think that was why to me that was the championship because they they hit my heart a little harder. I, I got to go with Chasing Amy here. I think, but I it, that it really is. It's it's two different types of of films in a, in a way, and it, but I think that I think Chasing Amy overall, it has. If you're looking at a meaning versus humor balance, it, it strikes it a little better because it's still. It's still extraordinarily funny, even though it does manage to still hit those moments of poignance. And even so, even if Clerks is funnier, it doesn't get quite as high on the poignant side of things. So uh, th- this is chasing Amy for me. Uh, but I, I completely agree uh, that we ended up with the correct top four films. And anybody, anybody who's looking to get into Viewisk Universe, those are the four films, I think. And yeah, throwing them all rats there, too. Yeah, Chasing Amy gets my vote.
1: All right, and we have crowned a champion. Chasing Amy is the best view a universe movie that currently exists.
0: Yeah, we, we get did it. Two more coming, right? Yeah.
1: Well, he's
2: doing Clerks 3, right? Is, is he doing Mallrats 2 still? Or He
0: wrote Mallrats 2. I, at some point, I'm assuming it's going to come out.
3: Okay. It goes back and forth,
1: right?
0: <laughs> That's true. <laughs>
1: Yeah, according to the uh, Wikipedia, which as you know is incredibly reliable, there should be a Mallrats too. But hey, you never know. We can dream. I, th- I think we can all agree his movies would have been better if The Rock were in them.
0: <laughs> the Rock is dumb. Well, yeah,
1: but can you name me a movie that's not true about? Come on. Good point. You've got it there. Good point. Well, we have Schindler's done it, List. Folks- oh God. Jaws? Sorry. No, it would have been better with The Rock. Oh my god, could you imagine Jaws with The Rock? That would have been amazing. charge <laughs> the just shark stand a fucking chance. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> just ripping Jaws to pieces. Okay, right. <laughs> we're talking about Kevin Smith here. We've already anyway. decided the best movie, and folks, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we will see you next month on whatever we put out next month, but for the bonus boozy, I have been... Nope. Nope. <laughs> For the boozy bonus, I've been your host, Jeff. I'm Chris. I'm Mike.
3: I'm Steven, reminding you that the reason we didn't pick Geely was because it's technically not a US
1: Q's movie. Otherwise, it would have won easily. (laughs) Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you in the next one.